You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. Yes, we do. I'm your I, that was almost a sneeze. It sounded like a sneeze, but I said, <laughs> yes, we do. Achoo, we do. Yes, we do. Mm. Yeah, now this this week's uh, theme, oh, sorry, not week, today's theme is, hit it, Greg. <laughs> uh, it's mountain biking. Hit it, we're, Greg. We're talking, <laughs> we're talking mountain, mountain biking. You're slow on the upkeep. I know. It's because I was like <laughs> trying to find it. He's so like, what a, was it again? <laughs> so, so I've got some questions to answer been doing that a lot lately answering answering Facts. people's questions you know it seems like it's all we do these days it's weird it's, i think we're professionals that's why i yeah. i'd say so <laughs> so Mount, mountain biking. mountain questions. biking okay. so getting into mountain biking do i go hardtail or full suspension go chase i'd probably say hardtail if you're just getting into it yeah um, for a couple of different reasons. One, if you're just getting into it, you can usually find a hardtail for a better price. And two, I think hardtails teach you a lot better um, maneuverability on the mountain, going through technical stuff. Um, I mean, hmm. full suspension, you can just open your suspension right over, right over almost anything. But I feel like hardtails teach someone teaches someone a little bit more about how to ride aggressively and. I can't just punch down that. I have to work my way through that obstacle or something. So, so is it kind of the same idea, same philosophy as you learn to ski on skinny skis, and then when you go to like a a fat ski with a big rocker, and you learn to ski powder on skinny skis, and then when you get like a fat ski with a rocker or whatever, it's easy, like super easy, but you've got good technique that can get you through. Yeah, I think the real it's, tricky it's, stuff. Yeah, versus similar. someone who just jumps on a wide, fat, rockered ski to ski powder, they don't have any technique. They get down the mountain, but when, when the well, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be <coughs> I'm gonna go against the grain. Devil's advocate. I've never you. owned. I've only owned hardtail. <coughs> never owned full suspension, but I would say go full suspension for the same reason that um, you mentioned something. Uh, now I don't remember. Like it's gonna make the process more enjoyable, and so um, yes, you don't have to. Yes, you don't have to learn the technique as well, but if you don't even need it you don't even need, and or you can slowly learn a technique if you want to go backwards in life and go back to a hardtail um just start on a freaking just start on a full suspension yeah yeah no, yeah there's definitely I, there's, I can see that yeah um full suspension especially these days mountain bikes have gotten so good that full suspension bikes climb well it used to be when i was growing up full suspension bikes were a fairly new thing and um and they all they climbed horribly <laughs> they just bob all over the place and they just would not climb very well so you get on a hardtail and it's like oh i can climb up this mountain and get on full suspension it's like uh i'll walk to the top thank you and hmm. it just they weren't very good that way now they're all so good um at climbing that 
that uh, you can get by with the full suspension and and ride the whole mountain. Even even long travel full suspensions still climb pretty well. Yeah, like surprisingly so. So I could definitely see it more enjoyable. But I'm I'm kind of on your side, Chase. As far as you'll definitely learn better skills and better habits learning on a hardtail than you would on a full suspension. With that said, um, go go test them out. Go try them out. A lot of the bike shops around here have rental bikes or have they'll let you demo some of their bikes first. Get on a hardtail and get on a full suspension or get on a hardtail first and decide, is this so fun that I would do this all the time on a hardtail or is it just a lot of hard work and not that fun? And if that's the case and a full suspension's fun and a hardtail's not, then do the full suspension. Totally. But... uh but I think it'll make you a better biker if you you do the first few years on a hardtail and learn the skills to to climb up, pick your pick good lines through the rocks, climb up uh, hard trails, and uh, descend fast using your body instead of just all the suspension on the bike. And then when you get on a full suspension bike, you're gonna just be a force. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So uh, yeah. Anything to add on that one? I don't think so. I mean, I didn't spend much time on the full on the hardtail before I switched over to full suspension, so it's hard for me to say like go buy one and do that for a couple of years because I only did it for like a year. Um, but and I definitely think a full suspension is more fun. Um, but I I will go back on that. I think you learned some really valuable lessons of being on a hardtail. So, going back to your skiing example. Um, you got these rippers that are kids and they learn on a little bit fat i mean they're skinny overall but they're a little fatter skis not the race team but the race team is great because they do you get killer technique on that but you've got these kids that start off on these fat skis and they learn freestyle and they're phenomenal right and they've never had a skinny ski they've never learned any of that technique um i still think you can tell someone who grew up skiing and someone who grew up. You can tell the racers racing, for sure. And yeah, they have freaking good form. That's true. Yep. That part's true. Yep. They really do. But that's not to say like it's kind of hard. Saying. It's two different sports. But I'm like, if you start off on on a full suspension, what are you missing on your technique that you need to gain? Bomb in a hill, like because you're just going to learn what that bike can do. Yeah, very true. Um, but I feel like when you get in really sticky situations, you're a lot, you, you can get out of the situation a lot easier if you know how to maneuver a bike. I just feel like you learn how to maneuver a bike a little bit better on a yeah. hardtail. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I was skiing one time uh, with the Australian uh, aerial ski team. I was behind him in line, and my daughter really likes the way they talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, so one time, I don't remember exactly why, but we, we were just spending the day skiing with him. My, um, one of my friends is, is the manager of the ski team. And anyway, so we were up skiing and, and I was skiing with some of the girls and we, man, somebody's they just drag, pulling a dragging metal a dead, desk around. Dead the, desk. Oh. Right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a dead desk. <laughs> so, uh. We were skiing the whole mountain. We were skiing hard. We were skiing fast. And I, I was chatting with the group. There were probably 10 girls um, skiing with me and my wife. And, and uh, yeah, we were skiing hard. And 
I was just asking them all, where were they from? And have you skied your whole life and stuff? And the majority of them, the vast majority of them had only been skiing a couple of years, like mm-hmm. one or two years. And one of the girls who was ripping and just and keeping up with us, no problem. She's like, yeah, I just learned to ski this year. This is day 22 or something like that. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, how are you so good? And we're skiing crud, we're skiing bumps, we're skiing powder, we're skiing trees, all these things. And, and they were just doing really well. Actually, I don't think my wife was with me. She was skiing with the other group that wasn't going quite as aggressively. Anyway, um, they just said, well, we learn, we have coaches that teach us the proper technique to to ski any terrain. And once we get that technique down, it doesn't really matter the ski conditions. We can get down it pretty well. And, um, yeah, throw a powder skis on them, and they're going to just tear up the powder but they can get down in the any terrain, any conditions on almost any ski because their technique is good. But they learn to ski on normal skinny skis, not on powder skis. And um, that just makes them that much better when they do get on powder skis. Now, <clears throat> I've skied with some people who, when they're on a ski that they're used to, on a wide, wide rockered ski and stuff like that, they can ski the mountain fast and they look pretty good. But when you get them into real tricky situations, um, conditions, you know, punchy conditions or whatever else, you can see that they just start to fall apart because they don't have the skills and the technique to get through it. It's maybe more exaggerated in skiing than it is on mountain biking, but I definitely notice the same thing. It's when you when you get into the tricky trails, the tight tight turns, really rocky conditions, really steep or whatever, someone with the technique the proper technique can get through it and be fine and it doesn't rattle them too much and someone who's relying on the bike too much they'll they'll get overwhelmed by the situation and so um there's a yeah there's definitely advantages to learning on learning the skills on less of a bike like a hardtail and then uh graduating up to a full suspension but you know and some people really just prefer a, a hardtail anyway because they're so efficient on the uphill and they're light and they're nimble and that sort of thing. So there's definitely advantages. Um, kind of like me. Light and nimble. Light, light and nimble, nimble on the uphill. Yeah. Mentally, I mean, not <laughs> like physically, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> um, okay, final final question. Uh, we've And we've covered this in past episodes, but... Okay, I've decided hardtail or full suspension. Do I go 27.5 or 29 inch tires? I can't answer because I don't know. The question of the century. Is there like online fights about this? Uh, I'm sure there are. Can you do it wrong? (laughs) Probably. 29er. Yeah. Um, But that's coming from someone who really enjoys cross country riding. And I do enjoy downhill, but. Like downhill is not the only thing I'm doing, so I've managed to um, mm, handle my bike with a 29-inch tire on the downhill, and it seems just fine. Yeah. So let's maybe talk a little bit about the difference between the two and how they they're going to handle. 29ers going to roll faster on the uphill, less resistance. It's um, on the downhill. It's going to be a little slower around turns. Tight turns are going to be a little trickier because it's a longer wheelbase usually. I mean, compared to the same thing on a twenty-seven-five. Um, it's going to be, um, yeah, it's just going to be slower. You're going to have to be more on top of your game going fast on the downhill. 
maybe a little more stable at high speeds, but also uh, a little slower around tight turns. Most downhill bikes that you look at, they're mostly 27.5, and that's because uh, they're quicker uh, turning, they are a little snappier around corners and stuff like that, and so and that's kind of fun. So there's, I mean, it's it's really, I guess, what type of bike you're looking for. Is it mm-hmm. something that you can you can shuttle with or something that if you really love the downhills and you like to play and you like to hit the, the uh the jump jump jumps and stuff and, and um 27.5 might be your jam if you're a cross-country rider you're almost almost every cross-country rider i know prefers 29 mm-hmm. inch tires unless um they're particularly small like real petite females i find sometimes they don't love the 29ers because they just it feels like too much tire and 27.5 feels more natural yeah um but yeah i i prefer a 29er now i've never ridden a 27.5 so that's that's one thing but i have ridden that would have been nice to know like pretty much my entire life until this year i was on a 26 inch tire (laughs) and then i went to 29 inch tire and it just blew me away i've ridden both yeah and i do prefer the 29er but like a 27.5 plus is still a really really fun tire to ride on um it's really nimble my friend just got a new bike last week and he's got a 27.5 setup and it's a fun bike to just whip around and and it is definitely more nimble so what's so, the downside you just the um you don't have like the same rolling power going uphill and over large rocks and um cross country it's not as fast or efficient it's not as stable at high speeds but it's way more nimble on the downhill. So that's the other thing. If you're newer to biking, I think a 27.5 Are they cheaper? Tire is, no. no, price difference isn't. I think really a 27.5 is easier to ride, especially in technical stuff. Um, I, that depends on if it's chunky technical, because right. chunky stuff at 29 just rolls through. Right. But like tight turns and stuff, a 27.5 is just easier to whip around. So it really depends. Um in some situations technical stuff a 29er will get you out easier because it just rolls through it whereas 27.5 you have to work a little bit harder for it but it is easier to throw around that's for sure yeah yeah i think i would like that i've only been on 26 but i do at least my style in the day back when i rode was like suffer through the uphill like make it happen to enjoy the downhill and they just have a blast on the downhill yeah Mm -hmm. and but maybe having a blast means a 29er i don't know but i really liked um because i grew up skateboarding um and i snowboard i like hitting things on the side like i do like playing with the mountain and really Mm -hmm. feeling at one with the mountain and i don't know I'm wondering if i would like a 27 i i'm gonna have to demo them and see yeah Mm mm-hmm one thing for me that a 29er does is it makes the uphill more enjoyable because even when i'm granny gearing it See, I'm i feel like faster. you're supposed to suffer on the uphill like that's just a part of the game <laughs> yeah. might as well have 26s then <laughs> yeah that's yeah. true so hmm. but um when are they coming out with the flex wheel that goes <laughs> you, you go you can, t- you can 29 on the way up and then like 26 shrink. on the way down or something crazy <laughs> What's interesting is when I'm riding on, because I've got a 26-inch uh, mountain bike right now, but I borrow regularly borrow a 29-inch bike, um, and I notice on the downhill, man, I feel the bumps way more, and it could be, it's probably a variety of things. 
and I know it is a variety of things. On the 29er, it's got tubeless tires that are a little bigger diameter, so I ride a little lower pressure, so that smooths out the trail a lot, plus the 29-inch wheel rolls over the trail better, plus it has a nicer fork. All of those things, when I'm bombing a downhill section on the 26-inch bike, I'm just like, it's just chattery, and I'm just getting shaken to death, and on the 29er, it's just like smooth and fast and really fun. So it's probably all of those things that contribute to that, but uh, in my mind, a, a big part of that is that 29-inch wheel. So that's uh, that's one thing. Yeah, 29ers. And tubeless. Good place. Tubeless blows my mind. Like, uh, yeah. Just that little thing makes everything better. Just provides <laughs> so much confidence in long rides. Less less weight to to carry uphill, less rolling resist or. Uh, Less uh, centrifugal, I don't know exactly what they call that. But stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they say like there's one pound on your wheels stuff. is like six pounds on your bike or something like that. And um, Is that the same thing as like your ski boot touring? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the further away the weight is from your body, the more energy it takes to get it, get it moving and mm. stuff. So if you can carry the weight closer to your body. Um, Which is why people with small feet run fast. Exactly. <laughs> Have you not? Have you ever looked at the sprinters, like like Olympic sprinters? You know how they're all buff and huge, but you look at their legs and they've got little skinny calves. Oh, their quads but are their insane. Quads are insane. And their quads are insane. Butts? They yeah. look like a monster butt. Right, but you look <laughs> awesome. at their you look at like it's the awesome. further further away from their body it gets, the skinnier it gets, and I'm pretty sure they need that to get those legs turning over more quickly. If you put more weight near the near the foot bottom of the leg whatever it's going to be harder to turn those legs over it's look true. at a look at a cheetah look at a pronghorn all these animals that are super fast same thing like real muscular core real skinny legs Did you see that thing i posted about the juke that that video oh, is yeah. awesome <laughs> crazy yeah right? that's that lion comes out of nowhere to get the thing and it jukes it out of its pants. <laughs> All you see is dust and no lion anywhere and the little antelope running the other direction like <laughs> survive that one. See ya. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I saw I saw it posted first, I think, by ESPN. It's ESPN. Yeah. So I think I shared the ESPN one. Yeah. And I'm like Yeah, yeah. The the antelope hopped one direction and then immediately hopped back to the to the left or whatever the direction it came from and the lion ran by and no just no off screen, (laughs) off camera. Not even we don't even know where that lion is today. Like completely (laughs) lost the lion. Yeah. Sulking in a cave. That's pretty great. All right. That's good. Cool. Well sulking in a cave. He's still right. embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> They'll make fun of him. <laughs> Dude, yep. you're like insta famous. <laughs> cool. Thanks for joining us for the podcast today. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and also share with your friends if you would. And leave us a friendly review. That helps other other people find us. Um, check out gear30.com. That's spelled out G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com. That's the website for our store here in Ogden, Utah where you can find lots of great gear that can help that for uh, backpacking, hiking, uh, trail running, mountaineering, rock climbing, paddling, all of those things, um, as well as accessories that you can use all for your mountain things. biking. Yeah. All of them. Um, so there's that. And uh, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram at gear underscore three zero. Check out YouTube and all the other stuff. 
out there, all the uh, other social media junk. Um, you can find us there. All right, thanks. We're for even on Pinterest. Are we? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode. See you out there. Bye, 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 bye.